You probably already know that we are passionate about helping you to build a business that you love. And you might also know that we truly believe that success looks different to everyone. What we consider to be success won't be the same as whatever you consider it to be. In fact, we both have our own individual definitions of what success looks like to us. But whilst everyone will have different definitions of success, what we do know from our own experience and from working with thousands of social media marketers from around the world is that on your way to success, whatever it looks like, there are four key phases that everyone will go through. And each of those phases will bring its own struggles and its own difficulties and will change how you view success. But it will also change the steps that you need to take to go and achieve that success, whatever it looks like. And each of those phases also brings its own struggles and frustrations and difficulties. So in this workshop, we're going to dive into what those phases look like. And then over the next few days, we're going to share how you can move out of each phase and into the next one. So if that's of interest to you, keep listening. So over the years, we've worked with thousands of freelance marketers from around the globe. And you probably know that we've also started and grown our own businesses and helped others to do the same. And we've noticed that there are four key phases that everyone goes through. And when we really started to pay attention to this, we noticed that they weren't just phases or stages of a business. They were more like four identities that you'd adopt as you and your business changes. Each identity you step into brings with it its own struggles and frustrations and changes how you feel about yourself and your business. Yeah, and every time your identity changes, so do your goals, which then means that your focus switches and you need to do different things to achieve those goals. And there are different steps that you need to take in each identity. And each time your identity changes, so does that of those around you. And you might find that you've kind of grown out of people around you or they might outgrow you as they've moved into the next one of those four identities. So let's dig into what those four identities are so that you can uncover which one you currently fall into. Okay, so the first one is the unseen freelancer. So this is someone who you've got all the knowledge. So, you know, you can know everything about social media marketing. You can be an ads manager, email marketer, whatever it is that you're offering. So you've got all of that knowledge. You can help all these businesses, but you're just not being seen. So they can't find you and you're feeling incredibly frustrated because you're feeling like it's impossible to stand out. It's a what you believe to be a really crowded market and that can be a bit soul destroying, don't you think? Yeah, and it probably feels like everyone around you that you see on social or in Facebook groups, wherever you are that you're hanging around, probably feels like they're all winning clients mm. and you're not and because no one realises that you exist maybe and you feel like no one knows that you exist so you don't end up getting the leads and everyone else is winning clients and they look like they're smashing it and you're just here sitting waiting to be discovered yeah it's a vicious circle isn't it but you you then find that you get your lucky break don't you you get that first lead and you throw your all at trying to win that client and then you end up competing on price you find that you you can't you know that you are charging the right amount you absolutely are confident with that but you find that you'll constantly get 
push back on price. Yeah, and then that knocks your confidence and makes you think that actually maybe you're not charging the right fees, even though you've done all that work and you know how much your base rates need to be because you know what your income should be and you know how valuable what you have got to offer the client is and you set your income goals and you know what you need to earn in order to hit those income goals. But then somebody tells you that you're too expensive or that somebody else was cheaper and that just knocks your confidence, doesn't it? Especially if you're already feeling unseen. And the worst thing you can then do is just lower your prices to win that client because you then go off on a whole other journey of working with a client that isn't paying you enough. You resent it, blah, 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 blah. So it's a really challenging time. And I remember it well. I think what's frustrating as well is that when you're unseen, you're not getting those referrals from other people in the industry. The people who are really busy are the ones who are getting the referrals and the recommendations, which seems unfair because you're the one who needs the clients. Like someone give me the referral. You don't get asked to collaborate. No one's asking you on their podcast or to you know, come and talk to their audience about X, Y, and Z. So it's a pretty, (laughs) feels like a pretty miserable time. Yeah, but there is like really good news in this sort of stage (laughs) if you are an unseen freelancer, because let's just remind you that if you are in this phase, you have got a massive thing to celebrate. You've started a business and that is no mean feat. That really does deserve a massive pat on the back. And you've probably got the toolkit if you're in this stage. So you will have spent time sorting out your systems and you will have your onboarding process set up and you will know how to pre-qualify clients. And you've done all of that sort of pre-work ready to build your business, which is amazing. Yeah, you just need that new client. Yeah, because you're ready to you're ready to onboard them. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, that is the unseen freelancer. And it might feel um, awkward to be in this phase, but everybody goes through it. It's totally normal. The second identity you might fall into is the connected freelancer. And the connected freelancer is somebody who is no longer winging it on your own. When you're the unseen freelancer, you feel like you're a bit isolated, maybe. So the connected freelancer is uh, not on their own anymore. They found a tribe of supporters. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're in our membership, the Inner Hub, but you're surrounded by the people who are going to support you because they get it and they understand where you're at and you're in that sort of community or bubble where you can ask questions and you can have a wobble about your business and it's totally fine yeah it gives you a massive confidence boost I think when you realize that it's not just you (laughs) there are other people there are other people who are you know, emerging out of this unseen freelancer stage and still trying to kind of find their feet. So I think finding your people can be a massive game changer. Yeah, because they're they're going through the same things as you, but also there might be people who are slightly ahead of you who have been where you are and you're connected with them and you can start asking them questions and learning from those people as well. I think that's really important, those connections. And also the connected um, freelancer has made that, really important mindset shift I think from when you very first start your business you kind of have an employee mindset still and when you're in this stage and you're the connected uh, freelancer you flip out of that bit and you become like a freelancer you you have that mindset of a freelancer and you're almost working your way towards considering yourself to be a professional business owner you might not be there yet but you may be but you're definitely not in that employee mindset anymore yeah, you start to realise that there is there is more to doing this than just what you're offering. There's more to it than just offering social media management. You've actually got to run a business. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. also you don't let your clients treat you like an employee. 
anymore. You you make sure that they treat you like they they've hired your business. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think once you're in that bubble of feeling connected, you also start to realise that actually it's not about being connected with loads of different people and being everywhere, and that actually just one good connection can actually be more important than than kind of loose connections with lots and lots of people you can it can be a total game changer when you just have that one special connection don't you think yeah yeah definitely and I think and from our experience if we've joined a a program or a membership or something like that and we've just made one connection in a small amount of time that has been a game changer for us than that one person who's maybe answered a question that we've had that week or you know, given us an idea that we can try out that month has made a big impact on our business. So those connections and paying attention to people who are where you're at and who have been where you're at uh, are really, really important. And I think also at this connected freelancer stage, you kind of feel like all of that hard work is starting to pay off. You've probably got a couple of hundred engaged followers. You've made connections online in different places. So you don't feel like you're completely unseen anymore. Yeah, you you definitely have a bit of an audience, don't you, by this yeah. point? You feel yeah. like you've maybe starting to get a little bit of momentum. The, that hard work, as you say, is paying off. And I think you'd probably be at a point where you might be starting to celebrate your first like income goal. Um, obviously, that depends on what goals you've set. But, you know, you've got money coming in, which is the most important things. And, and you're starting to think about, like, what? what's next what what do I what income goal do I want to hit next what do I want to do next with my business it's kind of giving you that little spur of excitement to to push forward and and to make those new goals and to hopefully become this in-demand business owner yeah I think it's at this stage though you might still have to hustle to win some clients yeah because you might find that you are still competing with other people at that proposal stage because it's it's likely that people still don't quite see you as their only option when you're a connected freelancer. There's still a way to go before they start to see you as the the person that they have to work with and then, you know, comparing you with other people potentially. So at this stage, you're probably investing money in ongoing training and spending time and effort as well in that personal sort of development phase because you'll recognize that there's a need for a more rounded understanding of marketing for your own business and also for your clients. And you can't do that all on your own. You need support to to have sort of that that ongoing development, I suppose. So if you're in the in the inner hub, you've probably been in there for around nine months or so um, yeah. at this point when you are a connected freelancer, I would I would say. Um And you're also making sure that you're staying in the loop with all of the changes that are constantly happening. If you offer social media marketing, then it will be all of the changes on the platforms. If you do ads, then it's the ever changing (laughs) scale of the, you know, how ads change. But you you know that you've got those connections who will help you to understand what's changed, what impact it makes. You're confident that you 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 know where to go you've got yeah. someone or a place you can go or a group of people you can go to to kind of say what does this mean yeah when a client asks you an awkward question that you don't know the answer to you your connections can help you to answer it yeah yeah which and is a massive confidence booster to know that you've got that as well yeah yeah 
The third identity is what we refer to as the flourishing freelancer. And you'll know that you're in this phase because literally your business is going to be flourishing. You'll have a handful of great clients. You find that they really trust you. They're happy to take your guidance. You are in control of that relationship with that client. And you're going to be really confident with your pricing and your marketing is attracting all the right people who are prepared to pay what it takes to work with you. It's a nice place to be. And you'll probably find that you're no longer afraid to show your face. You're kind of quite happy to put yourself out there, show who you really are. And you're showing up consistently, which is going to attract more and more of your dream clients. But You'll also find that you may, if you're in a lucky position, be recommended by other people, which is a lovely place to be, isn't it? When people start sending people your way. And you may even get to the point where you have to turn people away because you're at capacity, which is nice. Yeah, but you might also have to turn clients away because they're not right for you. And when you're in this phase, that won't bother you anymore. You won't be afraid to turn clients away because you'll be able to spot those red flags. And your marketing also will repel the wrong people and it will probably repel more people than it attracts. And you will be totally cool with that because you want to attract those right businesses for you. And when you're in this phase as well, you probably also be getting recognition in other ways. So maybe you're being mentioned online or in blogs or on podcasts and you're being asked to collaborate in different ways. You've probably made strong friendships with people in the industry And maybe they're people that you've only ever met online, but you speak to them regularly because you have your businesses in common, which is where we probably were starting to connect. I'm interested to know from you, Laura, what do you think the flourishing freelancer in terms of their income, how much income do you think they would be making at this stage? I think it's a good question and I suspect it varies massively, especially obviously around the world, but we'll, we'll talk in pounds for the purposes of the podcast. But I think... I would say that you'd be consistently bringing in about three grand, three thousand pounds a month, but possibly more than that. But it would be yeah. consistent. You know, if you've got one month where you're only making, you know, five hundred pounds, the next month it's four thousand, the next month it's seven hundred pounds. I wouldn't. I, th- I don't think that's consistent enough at this point. You want to re- kind of know where you are each month. You know, and obviously things change, but. Yeah, you've got a good handle on your steady income of about three grand, I reckon. What do you think? Yeah, Yeah, I would totally agree. I think that's accurate. So the fourth identity is what we would refer to as the in-demand marketer, which sounds amazing, right? So if this is you, first of all, I want to say well done because, (laughs) you know, you finally consider yourself to be a fully-fledged business owner and you're not just hiding behind that label of being a freelancer. So I think that is a massive shift. And owning that status as a business owner is a really big milestone to hit because it does take a huge mindset shift, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, In-demand marketers are, well, they're exactly that. They're in-demand. They're regularly recommended by others. They're referred to other people who need their help. And they know how to generate good leads. Yes, I think that all sounds good. But I think an in-demand marketer could potentially be a bit frustrated at this point they're likely to have hit an income plateau which is mainly caused from just working one-to-one with clients but you know you've got more to give and you want to help more people but you can't quite figure out the best next steps to doing that 
you know that growing your audience is obviously fundamental to growing your business. So you are really strategic about that and you're consistent and you're showing up, creating content, which is helping to build your authority and your reputation. Yeah. And you're probably also paying really close attention to growing your email list and nurturing that list so that you can convert those um, subscribers to paying customers. And you probably also know how much you bring to the table and you're not afraid to share your knowledge when you're at this stage you know people wanting to pick your brains and stuff like that you know how much value you can give without overgiving, and you value that collaboration over competition and you know that when we work together we're all totally stronger yeah if you're I think in a in-demand marketer phase you're probably ready to evolve you know you want to add all these new offers and you are ready to kind of take those next steps but you possibly haven't got that perfect idea yet or maybe you're a bit overwhelmed because you've got too many ideas in your head and you just don't know where to start and in order for your business to evolve you want to surround yourself by people who are in that that similar phase of their business so you have that sounding board you've got people that you can talk to about your ideas you can get those sense checks you can help with those next basic steps and you can just learn from people around you you'll have really a lot of drive and determination to move forward but you're being held back you've got some frustrations you've got that kind of lack of accountability or maybe it's a bit of confidence that's holding you back to take those next steps yeah I'd agree So those are the four main identity shifts that you will uh, make on your way to becoming this final secret fifth one that we've snuck in, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the fearless entrepreneur. So this is where you are constantly in demand and you've got that pipeline of perfect clients and they not only can afford your fees, but they really don't want to work with anyone else. So even if you're at capacity, they are totally willing to wait for you, which is an amazing place to be. Yeah, yeah. And they'll pay whatever it takes sometimes to, to yeah. work because of that reputation. It's a beautiful place to be. <laughs> I definitely think as a fearless entrepreneur, you're no longer afraid of that income ceiling that comes with working to like one-to-one with clients because you've got way more freedom in your business. You're not just kind of trading time for money any longer you've got multiple kind of income streams potentially real diversity in your income streams so you're not high risk of of just all of your income being blown out the water if you suddenly lose clients for example so it's a it's a great place to be I think you're in a point that you're not afraid to test and launch new things whether it be one-to-one or one-to-many it feels almost effortless to do that because you're part of this collective of like-minded business owners. You have people around you who are at a similar level in their business. They're really generous. They give you their knowledge and you just feel like your your hand is being held to, to help you kind of move forward with your business without any fear. Yeah, and you're kind of supported by people who've been where you want to go in your business they're the people who you've looked up to for all this time and and they're the ones who are then giving you like the support and guidance that you need and you invest 
in soaking up all of their experience and their knowledge so that you can follow those footsteps and you can avoid the traps that those people have fell into in the past. And they're really open about those traps. And you know that if you get in a muddle and you're unsure of like what those steps are, that you always have people who you can turn to and who you can brainstorm with and get another opinion from. And knowing that you've got that network and got that support from those people kind of really reduces that hesitation and to really step into that identity and embrace that identity as the fearless entrepreneur. But I think it's really important to say that we dip in and out of this identity all the time. We are not 100% fearless entrepreneurs. No, I wish we were sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it would be a really nice place to and be. Sometimes we are and sometimes... And the times that we're not feeling like we are are the times that we've maybe disconnected slightly from our networks that we're in. And then you you put yourself back amongst the people who are the ones that are going to inspire you and help you to move forward. And that does give, give you that kind of burst of excitement again. And, and you do lose that fear because you are amongst these people. But it for us it's a hundred percent down to who we are surrounding ourselves amongst yeah definitely and we're very lucky that we have each other to kind of pull ourselves back into like the identity that we should be embracing when we go in and out of these cycles yeah but yeah I think it's well worth noting that this is not an easy phase to get to and stay yeah definitely So as we've been taking you through all of those identities, you might have recognized yourself as one of them. And that is a really big step to make because you're identifying where you're at and you're embracing that and recognizing the first step to moving forwards and making progress in like evolving your business is recognizing the identity that you're in and knowing what is that you need to do next. So we want to fully give you permission to embrace that identity and everything that it means But don't let it hold you back because they are identities that you move from and into the next one. And if you're an unseen freelancer right now, don't feel bad about that. Like flip that mindset, feel excited about what's to come and empower yourself to take those steps to become seen. Because we all started out in that identity, didn't we? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We've all been there. And some people are there for a long time. Some people are there for a short time. But we've all been there. And there's nothing wrong with being there because you've got to start somewhere and it's as simple as that as as unpleasant as it might feel sometimes to be unseen it's it's just the starting block so you've just got to push through and throughout this workshop we're going to be helping you to do just that so we're going to be starting with how to shift out of the unseen freelancer trap and the shifts we had to make to step into the identity we now embrace so make sure you tune in tomorrow Hi, my name is Catherine. I am in Salem, Oregon, and I run a very small social media marketing agency called Broken Record Social. I have about six clients and I handle all of their content creation and uh, social media scheduling. And I found the two Lauras shortly after I launched, which was right during COVID. And honestly, they have been a total lifesaver and a game changer. I remember I kept getting up at three in the morning because I was partly excited, partly terrified about launching this business and trying to put it together. And I very quickly picked up one and then two and then three and then four clients just from people that I knew in my network who heard I was doing this and really needed help. So I went from zero to kind of full speed ahead with 
very little put together on the back end. And I was trying to synthesize everything and brand it and make it look cohesive, but it was very stressful and it was taking a lot of time. And I'm telling you, I mean, you just get in the inner hub where you have access to not only Laura and Laura, but all of these other genius social media professionals who are always on there answering questions, celebrating your wins with you, listening when you need to vent, total game changer, would not be alive in this business without them or where I am today. We've just opened the doors to the inner hub, our membership for freelance social media managers. And when you join the Inner Hub, you'll get access to all of the exciting changes that we're planning to roll out over the next few months. That means you'll get access to monthly training. You'll be able to stay on top of the ever-changing social media platforms. You'll be able to have a listing on our directory. And you'll not only have access to us, but also to our incredible community of social media geniuses, who, by the way, are the most supportive bunch of people you will ever come across. So... If you're ready to stop winging it on your own, we've done the hard work to create not just that incredible community of supportive people, but also to provide you with training from very specially selected guest experts from around the world. We want to help you to increase your knowledge and your confidence so that you can create a profitable business that you love. And the Inner Hub is the number one membership created for social media marketers. Because we know that it's not easy working in this space. We are a unique breed of entrepreneurs as social media marketers. Because not only are you working hard to build your own business, you're also responsible for somebody else's business too. And that comes with a lot of stress. We've been where you are right now. We're still working with clients. And we're here to help you to create a business that you love. So come and join us. We'll be leaving the doors open for a few days. And we're here ready to welcome you into the Inner Hub. So just head over to the twolauras.com forward slash inner hub to enroll and we'll see you on the inside.